Hello, frequent flyers, and welcome to Points of View, the Point Hacks podcast. I'm your host, David Walsh, and I talk to some of Australia's top points collectors. We dive into their backgrounds, stories, redemptions, and of course, their best hacks. The team at Point Hacks travel a lot, and we've been lucky enough to test out a heap of business class seats in the market. Today, Matt Moffat and I run through the best business class seats you should be aiming for with your points. All right, so we've got a we've got a familiar familiar voice on the uh, on the podcast today, Matt Moffat. Welcome back. Thank you so much for having me back. It feel it feels like absolutely weeks since we did our last podcast. <laughs> but for everyone at home, we're legitimately recording this straight after Matt's last podcast. <laughs> he, he he travels so much; he's a hard man to get to get in a, 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 to at least get in the same room as me. So, uh, Matt, thank you for joining us again. No, it's my pleasure. I, I'm I'm really excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today because business class is where it's at for most Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Mm. So so today we're going to be talking about like the the point hacks take on the the top ten business class products that fly from Australia, um, which is a really exciting topic because. You know, obviously, uh, using your points to redeem business class or you know, first class seats for the table talk, talk, talk about business is A, great value and B, God, it feels like a win every time you get one of those bookings. Absolutely. And as long as you're flying in a live flight seat, at least on international flights, and that's a really good thing, I would like to clarify that these are the top 10 business class seats that are available to Australia to travelers in Australia, mm-hmm. so it may not be worldwide. Yes. However, we have access to the majority of the best business class products in the world. We're really lucky to have access to them. Yep. So most of them are included here. Yeah, fantastic. From us having a chat, you've personally been on about half this list yourself. Um, what was your first experience in business class? <sighs> it was on United. On United. <laughs> yeah. But I was very grateful yeah. uh, because it was a free upgrade from economy to business. I'd bought, uh, I don't know if it was a mistake fare or just a cheap fare, yeah. but I flew from um, Minneapolis to Sydney via San Francisco and then back through to Detroit through San Francisco. And when I was checking in for my flight in Minneapolis, my first flight, mm. they issued the boarding passes for the second flight, which was the 15-hour journey from San Francisco to Sydney. Mm-hmm. And I flirted and smiled <laughs> with the with the check-in agent. Yep. And they put me on the upgrade list, which they shouldn't have because this was a... I didn't have any status with, <laughs> with United or any Star Alliance yeah. uh, airline. And it was a really cheap flight. I only spent... I paid 555 US dollars for that round trip flight. Yeah, awesome. Um, and then when I got to San Francisco, they swapped, switched out my boarding pass, and I I got upgraded to business. Um, is it the best product? No. It's, so it's on the <laughs> Dreamliner. It's two two two. I just remember I hadn't had a business like class experience before, and mm. I. You know, you're eating at like uh, 11 p.m. or maybe like midnight San mm. Francisco time and you should be going to sleep. And I just remember just eating like way too much and they yeah. brought around an ice cream sundae card. Yeah. And so I'm glad that I really enjoyed that experience to the fullest and I got to uh, lie down in a bed on a plane. Like yeah. that, that's just so amazing. Um, but I think I'm a little bit more picky or, or healthy when I fly now mm-hmm. and don't necessarily have to take advantage advantage of every drink and every course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I've also learned that often it's better to enjoy the 
uh, improved variety of food in the lounge mm. before you get on board because mm. sometimes they might run out of the course that you have your eye on mm. or you just want to go straight to sleep. So Yeah, it's, yeah, it's interesting. So, um, like, even from my own experience, you know, when the first time you're on business class, you want to take absolute full advantage of it. Um, but as you, you do it more and more, you really come to realize that oh, it, it, I don't have to take advantage of absolutely everything. And I should just do what I want to enjoy the flight. You know, mm-hmm. It sort of becomes you in charge of the business class instead of the business class in charge of you. Ooh, I love that. That's a good tagline. <laughs> and something that I've also learned is a lot of airlines have cut giving out pajamas in business class. Um, which is a shame. Which is a shame. Which Virgin a Australia shame. still does it. Qantas still do it. Um, Etihad doesn't anymore. Um, I just take my own pajamas from an, from a flight that I have taken before and been given those I just take them on all airlines I mean it's better for the environment Mm because you're not you're not creating demand for extra pajamas that probably aren't going to last that long anyway and as soon as I get on board even before takeoff or just after takeoff I just run to the restroom and change into those pajamas and put on some slippers and then you're kind of creating that really relaxing experience to enjoy on board yeah so just a spoiler alert for this top 10 I'm guessing we're not going to see your first uh, business class experience up there. United definitely doesn't feature on this uh, on this list, and ca- and Cathay Pacific doesn't either, um, because I I just think that they're kind of going down the drain a little bit with their products. Mm. Well, we'll uh, we'll see what the top ten has in store for us. Um, let's jump in. Uh, and for everyone that wants to, uh, to to read along at home, we actually have an article um, on Point Hacks, which which is you know the, the best business class seats. Um, so we're actually going to be going off a lot of what's on that article at the moment because it, it's just legitimately our thoughts on what are the best business class seats. Seats come in and out of this uh, come in and out of this list for us depending on uh, airlines doing a refresh, new products coming into the market. Um, so jump online, have a read of the article to see, uh, you know, what's the latest and greatest. Uh, but we'll be going through the top 10 today, which uh, should be exciting. Let's do it. Before we jump into uh, the the top 10 list, Matt, could you just go over with us what makes a good business class product? Yes. Um, so what's our criteria? This, this can be subjective, but what I base it on are four different things. So the first one is the comfort of the seat. Obviously, that's really important to us in Australia because we're usually taking long flights to get to other places. Yeah. Um, the privacy of the seat has been one that uh, airlines have really been focusing on with sliding privacy doors, for example. Mm. Um, that's, getting that's gotten re- that's gotten a lot better over the years. Oh, as well. absolutely! It's kind of the indus- new industry standard, mm. I guess, or at least aspirationally. Um, and airlines have moved from a two-two-two configuration to a two-one-two-one, uh, so mm. that all all passengers have access to the aisle without having to jump over someone else. Yep. Um, the third criteria is um, the food and drinks that you receive. Yep. That's a really important part of it. And then the service that you're likely to receive would be the final criterion, um, which obviously can vary depending on the crew, but we're just kind of going on average. Yeah, no, that's great. And mm. obviously, this is uh, this is our opinion, but, you know, we, we have a lot of people working, for point, working with Point Hacks um, that have, you know, flown these seats, you know, potentially numerous times. So... Okay, let's start the list at number 10. So at number 10, we've got the uh, China Eastern 787 business class. So uh, so Matt, 
talk us through it. Yeah, this one's a bit of a, a controversial one. We published mm. this and we, we had some people say, like, uh, are you sure that that should be in the top 10? The reason that I put that in the top 10 is that it's flying from Sydney and Melbourne. It's also available on Airbus A380, oh, sorry, A350 aircraft. So both of those aircraft, the Dreamliner and the A350, uh, have about 25% more oxygen flowing through the cabin. Oh, really? Which reduces jet lag. Um, they're also a lot quieter. Mm. And uh, Dreamliners have bigger windows. So that's across different airlines. The reason I put China Eastern specifically in that spot is they have sliding privacy doors. Mm. Um, and they also have pretty good uh, award availability uh, between Sydney and Melbourne and Shanghai yeah. to use uh, Qantas points on. So that's the reason uh, China <laughs> Eastern is there. Yeah, I think the, the, the comments section you know blew up after that one. But, you know... Controversy is good. Yeah, the food can lack and the customer service can be a bit jolted on that airline. So that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, now coming at number nine, we've got the Qantas 787 or the A330 international business seat. Now, I was actually on this seat uh, yesterday flying up to Hong Kong. What did you think of it? I loved it. Well, for me, it was a, uh, a as I said on our last podcast, uh, business always feels a bit better when it's a last minute upgrade from economy. So I, I, I was just loving life. Absolutely. Um, so this one is set up in a one-to-one configuration. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone has direct aisle access. Um, it flies on a lot of the routes that, op that Qantas operates on. They are putting the same seat onto their refurbished Airbus A380 aircraft and they're already flying as of uh, August 2019. Um, something that I love about this cabin is that it's becoming more accessible to people because Qantas, since um, they announced changes around June to September of 2019, mm. uh, they've increased award availability and mm. they've reduced the cash co-payment on mm -hmm. these redemptions uh, using Qantas points, but you can also use Asia Miles. Um, and this will probably be the seat that they use. I mean, they already use it on Perth to London, but mm. once they get... It's called Project Sunrise. The kind the they're testing Sydney to London and Sydney to New York flights. This will probably be the seat that we find on those flights too. Fantastic! I yeah. love a good project name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, just jumping into number eight, we've got the Emirates A three eighty business class. Yes, this is a product that I've only flown once, and it was about four months ago. I flew on Emirates. Uh, a fifth freedom flight, which mm. basically means flying between two countries that kind of have nothing to do with that airline. Um, so from Milan to New York, it was mm. an eight-hour flight. Um, this product is available from Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, and Perth, sometimes from Adelaide, depending on the aircraft. Um, the seat is really comfortable. It's quite blingy, not mm. as blingy as the first class cabin. Something that I love about it is that you have access to the onboard bar yeah. at the back of um, the cabin. Uh, I think all of the the top uh, floor of, of the Airbus A380 aircraft is is first in business class. So um, they share that that bar there. Um, I will note that you don't have access to the onboard shower mm -hmm. unless you're flying first class. The uh, customer service is generally really good mm. and the food is excellent as well. Yeah, so, fantastic. Yeah, so you can use Qantas points for these redemptions. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, coming at number seven, we've got the Delta Airlines 777 Delta One Suites. Yes. So Delta calls their, their business class Delta One. Um, the suites are kind of their that's their best 
business class product. Mm. It flies from Sydney to Los Angeles. That's the only Australian route that Delta operates on. Again, these have sliding uh, privacy doors. I would say that Delta has the best customer service of any uh, US airline flying internationally, but Mm -hmm. definitely better than United and American Airlines. Um, I have heard some reports, whilst I haven't flown this product myself, that the um, the space the seat can be a little bit cramped when you're sleeping. So that's something to keep in mind on the 13 to 15 hour flight to LA. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're going on an overnight. Um, Absolutely, a, yeah. and it's uh, it's really hard to find a water availability for this this mm. product. But uh, people would probably use their Virgin um, velocity their points. velocity points. Yeah, yeah, yep. fantastic. Uh, okay, so coming at number six, we've got the Singapore Airlines A380 new business class. Do you get confused about how many different business class products Singapore Airlines has? Absolutely. Like- <laughs> so this, this the one that we're talking about here is on the refurbished A380s. So they're mm-hmm. working just like Qantas is doing. They're working through um, upgrading all of their super jumbo. So at the moment, we can see this product flying from Sydney to Singapore. We can probably expect it in 2020, 2021 at the latest to be flying from Melbourne. Um, this The bulkhead seats are the best seats to um, aim for. Mm-hmm. Um for extra leg room. If you're flying with someone else, then you can make the two center seats into a double bed. That's something that's usually reserved for first class. So that's a really good um, perk of mm, flying absolutely. in this cabin. Um, Singapore Airlines, I'd say, has the consistently best customer service of any airline in the world. Maybe Qatar Airways would would compete with them for that. Um, but they're very professional. The food is excellent. They have Wi-Fi on these um, aircraft. Um, they don't have an onboard bar. So that's how the A380s are different mm. to um, the Gulf carriers. Definitely. And I'd- you would use, sorry, I'd just say that it would be best to use uh, Chris Flyer Miles for this redemption because you don't have to pay fuel surcharges. So we're talking like less than a hundred Australian dollars in taxes to fly to Singapore. That's fantastic. Mm. I mean, Singapore has a, a very special place in my heart. I spent a lot of time there uh, and, you know, by by proxy, uh, Singapore Airlines has a very special place in my heart, primarily because I can get a Singapore sling on the <laughs> on the way up to Singapore, which uh, which is you know, one of my favorite cocktails. Mm. Not gonna lie. <laughs> All right, we're in the top five now. We're, uh, so we've got the at number five, we've got the Etihad a380 or 787 business studios i love the names for all these different yes they they just have to say studios rather than uh class don't they so this product flies um from sydney on the a380 um from brisbane on the dreamliner Mm. and from melbourne on the a380 another one of the um two daily melbourne flights is flown on an older triple seven so that's one to avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a really sleek cabin. Mm. The customer service again is really good. The food is excellent. You have access to the onboard bar. Um, something that isn't so great about this redemption is if you are using velocity points for it, you have to add on 205 US dollars for every segment that you're flying in this cabin. Oh, wow. So if you're flying to Europe, then you're going to have to connect through Abu Dhabi. So that's going to add on 410 US dollars just for that one-way journey on top of the taxes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, an alternative is to use Etihad guest miles, although they've recently increased their fuel surcharges. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anyone has access to American Airlines ad- uh, Advantage miles, 
else, mm. then that's the ch- best value way to access um, long haul Etihad redemptions. Mm. As as an Australian, is there any way for, for our audience to get the the American Advantage miles? Yes, uh, the best way would be to look out for them being offered at their best price um, through buy buying miles mm-hmm. promotions. So we keep track of the offer history they put them on sale every month so we have a table in our um, post on on this topic um, that will show the average and which is the best price i don't know off the top of my head but i think it's like 100 100 percent bonus check out point hacks for more. check out pointhacks.com.au <laughs> okay number four we're getting close to the end of this list now uh we've got the virgin australia 777 business class way ahead of Qantas. Way ahead of Qantas. And the reason for that is I think that the catering is much better on Virgin Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the customer service is more consistent. You can also find this. It's a reversed herringbone seat. So that's a it's in a one-to-one configuration. You can find it not only on the 777 flights to LA, but also on the Airbus A330s that fly to Hong Kong, mm-hmm. to Fiji from Sydney and Melbourne on Saturdays throughout some of the year and also between Perth and the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, comfortable bed, um, comfortable seat. Um, however, the product's literally starting to show its age a little bit. Sometimes yep. the cushions are a little bit frayed. The in-flight entertainment system's really good. So, um, And you also, only on the 777 flight, so mm-hmm. the ones that go to the US, mm-hmm. you have access to a pretty good um, onboard bar. And there'll be a staff member that is manning that bar for, I think, all of the flight. Onboard bartender. Yes. Yeah. It's a, um, it's a great little perk. Okay. So, top three. And uh, number three, China Airlines A350 business class. Matt, please explain. <laughs> Again, controversial. Yeah. So, this is not Air China. Mm-hmm. China Airlines is a Taiwanese airline. It's based in Taipei. Mm-hmm. They've expanded their presence in Australia. They fly uh, from Brisbane, Sydney, and Melbourne. All of those flights are on Airbus A350s. Mm. Um, so again, that'll help reduce jet lag. It's such a beautiful cabin. I think I'm looking. I'm looking at the pictures now. It's and stunning. It's really nice. Yeah, they have these. Uh, it's wood lined panels, mm. and they have these cute little lamps. Yeah. At every. I think that that's kind of the wow factor yeah, for most I like people. It. I like it. Yeah. Um, the food. I thought on my China Airlines flight was really good, but I have heard reports that it's not amazing. Mm. Um, the customer service is consistently very good. Yep. And award availability is great. Um, Qantas frequent flyer members can now use their points on China Airlines flights, even though China Airlines is part of the SkyTeam Alliance mm-hmm. and not the One World Alliance. But just note that you can only use Qantas points on China Airlines flights between Australia and Taipei. You can't use them on other routes that the opera- that the airline operates on. Mm, great. Okay, in at the number two spot. Japan Airlines 787 Business Class. Thank you, Japan Airlines, for just calling it business class. Yes, they're a bit more normal with that. Um, did you did you fly this product to to Japan last year? No, I, I didn't. Unfortunately, I, I was I was on Qantas. Um, I I for my mum's sixtieth last year, I uh, let's say sponsored a flight um, to Japan. 
for her on Japan Airlines um, from Sydney. So they also fly from Melbourne daily. This is an excellent product. Now, Mm. it's actually set up in a 222 configuration, which most people would think isn't ideal. Mm -hmm. But the window seats are the best ones because what this airline uses is um, a design called Apex Suites. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of pretty enclosed and even the window passengers have this little separate walkway Mm. to get to the aisle. Yeah, so you're not walking in front of anyone. Exactly. Um, And you can sit... You can sit at the window, but also next to your travel companion, which is another perk. Um, The customer service is excellent on Mm. Japanese airlines, Mm. which kind of fits with the ethos of that country. The food is fantastic as well. In my experience of flying on Japan Airlines and ANA, um, I would say don't like ever get the Western meal because I think it can be pretty substandard. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, the the Japanese food is just so well presented. It's healthy. It's delicious. So um, I really stand by that ranking. I think that that is an excellent product. Mm-hmm. Um, Japan is now the number one international destination for Australians. It's overtaken Bali. So there's really? in- intense. Yes, wow. it's, it, there's intense competition for award seats. Mm. So if you want to fly on this product using your Qantas points or your Asia miles, you'll want to book that at least eleven months before departure. Yeah, get in early. So uh, I'm reading here, Korean Air also flies a version of this product. They do, um, but they consistently like swap out their aircraft on Australian routes. So right. it's hard to make sure that you're hard actually getting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now rolling into the number one spot, uh, you'd be forgiven for reading this and going, Oh, is this actually business class? Uh, it's, it's number one, the Qatar Airways Q suite. Yes. So they, uh, this airline, which is based in Doha actually, uh, calls this product first in business. Mm, so they've... Nice, nice and confusing. Yeah. So they only have first class on their A380 aircraft. And I think they'll get rid of that mm-hmm. in the next few years because this is kind of an amalgamation of a first and a business class product. Mm-hmm. I know that Qantas likes to say that their business class product is like mini first class and that's pretty far from the truth. Yeah, th- this is mini this first is class. Amazing. This so is th- amazing. Yeah. So there's sliding privacy doors. Mm. Um, if you're traveling with up to four people, what you you can do is some of the seats go backwards which i know sounds weird but once you're in the air you actually can't notice the difference mm-hmm. it's just landing and takeoff um so if so you can face four seats together and make a little family room or and they say office space but i'm like who wants to have, have a I mean, uh, a meeting on a no i mean that, that really yeah like- i mean i guess some people would but i can imagine you know you, you have a good chat with your family maybe play a game of cards exactly um, i know i'm pretty sure some of their promotional material has people playing cards yes <laughs> um and they also have uh a double bed mm-hmm. uh for those two center seats Qatar Airways gives really good customer service and their mm. food is fantastic, even on short haul flights. Mm-hmm. So you can find the Q Suite flying from Sydney, from Canberra, from Perth, I believe from Adelaide. They don't fly from Brisbane. Um, and if you're in on one of the A380 or the A350 flights um, that don't feature this product, you're still going to get a reverse haircut 
herringbone seat like you would on Virgin Australia, mm-hmm. um, which is you'll get excellent service. And yeah. um, on the A380, you'll get an onboard bar as well. Yeah, so even the consolation prize is pretty yes. good. Oh, absolutely. And you can use Qantas points for this redemption. Mm-hmm. Availability can be a little bit tight or quite tight. So make sure you're planning in advance. You can also use Asia Miles, which might be a cheaper way to access it. Well, Matt, thanks for going through the top 10. Now, we obviously, um, you can visit pointhacks.com.au and, and actually read this list for yourself. We've got plenty of pictures and uh, clickouts to a number of guides to help you uh, get these seats. Uh, you can also vote if you've been on any of these, um, any of these seats yourself on, on which is your favorite business class flying product to Australia. And if you've had a particularly amazing or terrible experience flying one of these products, I'd love to hear that in the comments on that post. So feel free to write about that you, and, and also vote. It's really interesting how people have voted. Mm. Um I like to see kind of what the what the public is thinking, and it doesn't necessarily match up with all of my rankings. So no, well, especially when you you know that that number that number ten spot really uh really set the comments uh I comment section on fire. Yes. <laughs> well, Matt, thanks for running us through the top ten. It's it's been great having you on here, and it's been great to hear your uh, your, your insights and all these seats. And I'm sure we'll hear you on the podcast again very soon. Thanks for having me, Dave. Beautiful. That's it for today's episode of Points of View, the Point Hacks podcast. Remember to visit pointhacks.com.au for more frequent flyer deals, guides, and tips. I'm David Walsh, and don't forget to subscribe.